Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss leader, the people's mentor, and I help people scale to six and seven figures online. This episode of the podcast, I am teaching you guys how to soar for the stars. It's actually a really amazing um, training I did for an awesome team that is based in Africa and America. And these people have incredible energy and the call was just so much fun for me to do. So I really think you guys are going to love it. And there's a lot of notes to be taken. So make sure you go ahead and do that. Um, if you haven't already seen Boss Lee Accelerate is currently closed. We just finished our launch and guys, amazing. You guys are just, oh my God, what a launch. Thank you so much for trusting in me. Um, if you want to get in on the next round, whenever we open, just go to bossly.com forward slash coaching and get on the wait list. At any rate, I really love you guys and appreciate you so much. And I hope you love episode 561 of the show. You know, but I want you to know that this lady has every reason for us to learn from her. And we are excited that she has made out the time for us. She is a global speaker. Uh, GoPro, if you've been to any GoPro, you see Jessie Lee. And uh, she is also Network, the most powerful women in Network. She is part of that program. She loves to travel. She makes travel like you want to pack up and be with her. She loves to travel. She empowers women. But more so, she has cost us and always wants us to ask why not you. And today um, we are excited to learn from Bosley. If if you haven't, make sure that before the end of today that you are part of the Lehigh. That means you're following Jesse Lee. Uh, if you have notifications, she goes up like four, five times a day and more. But everything about her is value. I'm gonna again shut up with your more your own emoji, your own thing. Welcome. Beautiful, Jessie Lee Ward. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jessie Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee. And you always have the best edifications. Like, I love them so much. I'm so appreciative of them. And thank you for your time. I just got this amazing tan from uh, my vacations, actually. So I we really kind of, I kind of looked the part, you know, sister? Uh, but anyway, so I'm really excited to be on here with you. Thank you for adapting. And I promise you I'm going to give you one hell of a training. So I hope you are ready. We're going to talk today about really how to attain, I'm going to say the vision of your life, right? And uh, how to act, how to soar in your business, Where how to, how to take this to the next level. How do you go to that? next step? How do you achieve these ranks? I just jumped on. I saw the car earners and all that stuff. Some of you are on here and you're newer and you're thinking, I don't know if that's even possible. I just want to be the girl that tells you there is no limit to this life. Okay. Everything is possible. We all have an internet connection or else you wouldn't be on here. We all have access to an incredible business model or you would not be on here. We all have access to leadership clearly, or you wouldn't be on here. Um, I do train all over the world. I just landed from Miami about 45 minutes ago. I had a big speech last night. Uh, and I'll just tell you, like, you see people from all walks of life, all over the world, doesn't matter genders, races, any of this stuff, religion, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there are people that make the decision to win. And so that's the first thing I want you to write down is make the decision to win. So if you don't know where I came from, I, I grew up in, uh, I grew up really poor for America. And I've changed my language around that for those of you who have followed me for a long time, because I used to just say I grew up in poverty. 
And as somebody who has traveled the world and loves other cultures and loves people that do not have any kind of background like me at all, I love to learn who you are and all about you. I like to immerse myself. I found myself incongruent with somebody who has one of my core values being empathy when I'm walking into villages of people who live in actual poverty or watching people in actual places around the world, like maybe Bedouins in the desert, as an example, in Jordan. And I'm sitting here talking about poverty when what the hell am I talking about, man? I didn't grow up in poverty. I grew up poor for America, which is completely different. And so it's, it shifted my focus a little bit, but the vision stays the same, okay? The decision to succeed, the will to win. I need you to start thinking about that when I talk today because it might sound a little crazy that you can have anything you want in this life. And it might sound a little out of character for those of you who have come from maybe nothing or not that much to think you really can take over your community and then take over your town and then take over your city and then take over your country and then take over the world. But for somebody who has a thriving business in 41 countries and counting, I will tell you that success does not discriminate. Okay, it, success does not discriminate. It is a choice. It is a choice to win. It is a choice to reach top rank. It's a choice to invest your money wisely. It's a choice to do all of these things. And so what choice are you going to make? But it's going to come from making a vision of your life. Does that make sense? It's going to come from making a decision to change your life. It's going to come from making a decision to do more. It's going to come from the decision to say, no matter what, I'm going to win. And so even though I didn't grow up with anything, I made a decision because I saw what money can do. Do you guys relate to that? Does that make sense? And I don't talk, I'm not talking about it in any kind of bad way because I think some people have a really difficult time understanding that money is, it can be used for good, okay? But I, I realized at a really young age that money was power. And I watched people who had money donate more. And I watched people who had money change out other people's lives with it in the positive way. And I saw people with money not struggle the way that I struggled. And I saw people with money have the clothes that fit right? I don't know how any of you grew up, but if you're relating and put a yes in the chat, I saw what money could do for the good. And so I also realized that if I chose to make money, to earn more money, I could break generational cycles. Does anyone on here resonate with that? Yeah. Is anyone, is anyone it for your family? Yes. Uzo Maka. Love it, Joyce. Yes. Okay, so you're it for your family. I'm it for my family. So for my family, it's generation after generation after generation after generation after generation of, quite frankly, excuses. Love them. Thank you so much for giving me life. But there were a lot of choices maybe that weren't the best choice, right? There were a lot of decisions being made that maybe weren't the best decision. There were a lot of financial decisions that weren't the best. And so when I came of age, if you will, right, I went to college on a full academic ride. Thanks for shouting out my, my degrees. That's so cool. Uh, people don't always do that. But I didn't pay for college. I went to, I was just talking about this five minutes ago. I didn't pay for college. I went to college on an academic scholarship because I'm smart, right? So I went to college on an academic ride. And after college, I still didn't have the kind of money I wanted. You know, they sell you this American dream of you go to college and then everything you want. Oh my God, they lie. Okay, they lie. You get a job making $25,000 a year and $25,000 a year, you are poor, okay? You can't buy nothing. You have no life. And then I was, I was very attracted to entrepreneurship because I knew that I could create my own life. 
It was a decision to create my own life. Just like you can make the decision today, or maybe you already have because you said yes, to create your own life. And that's the beauty of this. It's the beauty of entrepreneurship. Nobody can tell you no. Well, they can tell you no, but you can keep going. Okay. Oh, okay. Next. Oh, okay. Next. Oh, okay. Next. I just stopped attaching to, uh, to the, the outcomes and I just made a decision, a decision, a decision, a decision. So the first thing you have to do is make, make a decision, but let's talk about vision for a second. Do you even know what you want out of your life? Do you even know where you want to go with this? Do you even have any idea? Because if you don't have a vision, then you can't create momentum. And I want you to create unstoppable momentum. People ask me constantly in my DMs, okay? And if you guys see my Instagram, oh my God, it is like bombs are going off on there at all times. I try to respond to everybody. For those of you that don't already follow me, maybe you already know that I try to respond to everybody. But even just this morning, somebody said, I don't get it. Like, where is this energy coming from? And I said, or or, where's your motivation coming from? And I said, you're literally looking for the wrong thing. This makes sense. You shouldn't be looking for motivation, okay? Because motivation is an emotion. Some of you need to write that down. And emotions change like this. It changes like this. Somebody looks at you wrong, all of a sudden you're mad. It's an emotion. Somebody smiles at you that you think is cute. Oh, ha! It's an emotion, right? It's just like motivation. Somebody tells you no, you lose motivation. So stop trying to get motivation, and I want you to get internally inspired, I'm also wildly passionate, okay? I'm not searching for motivation because I am absolutely overrun with passion. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can anyone feel it? Yeah, you can? Okay, all right. I'm just making sure, okay? I just wanna make sure we have pulses in Africa. You know, maybe maybe you're over there. You need to wake up a little bit. I don't know what time it is. What time is it over there? What the heck? What time What time we got over there? Hmm. Is it evening yet? I don't know. Y'all got good lighting over there, so I can't tell what time it is, but um, I have you muted, actually. I can't hear you talking. Most of us are here in the U.S. Oh, you're in the U.S.? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we it's... Have a, a, good, a good part of our team is in Nigeria. Yeah. I knew it. No, I know. I was like, what are you talking about? These are my Nigerians. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> All right. I was like, wait a minute. Did I get on the wrong Zoom? No, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> See, 9.40 p.m. That's what I thought. But you have to have the passion and you have to have the inspiration and you have to have a vision to create this momentum. Okay. Cause look, the idea of average is just not exciting. And I know you might, Oh, Ghana. Hi Trinity. You might've seen, uh, you might've seen the people with the cars and thought, wow, that's so far out there. And the reason why you feel like that, I think is because most of you can see double your income really clearly. Am I making sense? Like the, like the, a normal person, let's say you're making $2,000 a month right now. You're like, I can see four. I can see what my life would look like at four. Am I right? Just nod your head or say yes or something. Okay. But if I said, okay, so you're making $2,000 a month. Can you see 200,000? How many of you all of a sudden are like, Jesse Lee's on this call, losing her mind, lost her damn mind. I don't know. She's a crazy person. I was warned. She's a crazy person. She's a crazy person. Okay. But what if I told you to start writing checks for 20 million a month? Now you're like, this. she's lost her mind, <laughs> right? But you have to think in doubles a lot of the time, and then you have to scale yourself. But I need you to stop for a second because we can't do average anymore. You can't do average anymore. You're not in an average business model. I'm going to be the one to tell you because I'm your friend. A car earner, I want you to start looking at that as below average. Did I just like mess up? You're like, what? But that was my big goal. Okay, 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 okay. But like, don't you need a car anyway? Yeah. We're going to drive around on scooters all the time. What the hell? 
What the hell? <laughs> no, right? You need a car anyway. So quit looking at, oh, a car earner as some big, exciting, ah, I want you to celebrate it when you're in your car, okay? But that is that should be average. That should be your minimum. I don't want you to get so excited about average anymore. I want you to start looking at average like, that's not me. I don't view myself as average because I made a decision to be great. I made a decision to be the best. I made a decision to change my family's legacy. And you're not going to change your family's legacy just by getting a car. Sorry, I'm a little tired, you know. So I get a little sassy sometimes when I'm a little bit sleep deprived. All right. But I want you to think about the word average. Now, I'm not a dictionary, but I know what the word average means. The word average is found by taking all of the terrible people in the world and taking all these terrible people in the world and averaging them with the 1%. So what you're finding is like a C student, right? I don't know what, what grading scale you have, but a C student in America is like 70%. Do you want to live to 70% of your potential or do you want to live up to your potential? See, that's a question you might want to start asking yourself. Average Average is terrible. Average is the enemy of great. You hear, you know, from good to great, all these books or whatever. Stop shooting for average and start deciding what great is for you. You need to have a very clear vision on this, but stop chasing average. So let's get some visions going, right? Write these things down. I want you to ask yourself, what do I really want to experience in my life? What do I really want to experience in my life? Now, this doesn't have to be anything that I have. Anything your upline has, anything your leadership has, anything, I don't care. I want to know what do you want. And one of my big epiphanies, so like guys, my lifestyle is pretty cool, okay? And and I'm actually going to not talk from like the designer clothes and the supercars and all this stuff, okay? My lifestyle with time freedom is really cool. So if you don't know, I just came back from a month-long vacation. I've never taken a vacation in my life. I have had a job or a business since I was 13, Right? I was a provider for my family when I was 13 years old. I have worked constantly since I was 13. I started entrepreneurship when I was 22, for those of you who don't know this. okay, 22 years old, full-time entrepreneur. I have grinded for almost 12 years, 11 and a half years. Okay? And for the first, and, and look, hold on, I got to like, like really get real with you. When people would ask me to dinner, I'd say no. Okay? When people would ask me for drinks, no. When people would say, we're going on vacation, we're going on holiday, we're, we're taking a trip to the beach, we're having a, a day at the lake, we're going to go rent a boat. For 11 and a half years, I was the no girl. Do you understand what I am saying? I'm trying to convey a message to you. Because a lot of you do not sacrifice short-term things for long-term visions. Somebody offers you a dinner at your favorite restaurant and you know completely well you did not earn it, yet you go, right? You know you haven't hit car qualification. You know you didn't get your watch or whatever. You didn't get your Mont Blanc pen. You didn't get whatever, name, whatever it is. You're not making the sacrifices necessary. So for the first, I mean, I've hit every goal. I got to the point where I'm like, I think I need to take a trip because I need to, I need to, like have my brain go so I can set some more goals, you know, because you start seeing things. If you go to like places in the Middle East, you know, like I'm poor in some of these places. Oil money is real money, y'all. Okay. Actually, Nigeria got some money. Okay. I need to go to Nigeria and walk around. I already know. I've been Googling and in in I, I know y'all got some money. Okay. Like, I mean, you go places and you think you got it going on and you don't got it going on. 
You know, I like living where I live because I chose to live in the most expensive building. I chose to live in the most expensive zip code. I chose to live in in the top of the building so I can overlook everything because the cars where I live, like it, every other car is a supercar, right? So I feel very like, oh, I'm like a normal person. There's a helicopter landing pad, like literally right there. Who the hell got a helicopter? Like, I'm not thinking big enough, right? Who, who do I need to be to have a helicopter? Like, I rented a jet. I mean, I fly private a lot, right? But I, I, I usually have business partners with me. And I rented a jet for my dogs because I got to take my dogs on a test ride. This is very psychotic. I know I sound crazy. But I rented a jet so I could take my dogs on a, on a ride to see how the dogs do before I buy a jet. You understand? Like, there's levels to this thing. You got to get around people who stretch your vision. You got to stop thinking so average. That's my whole point of saying this. Okay? But you need to decide what you really want to experience in your life. And on this vacation, I realized something because I have all the fancy stuff. Right? Here's what you need to write down. Is it coming from your soul or is it coming from your ego? I'm going to say it again. Write it down. Is it coming from your soul or is it coming from your ego? Because on this trip, I started realizing, because I did all kinds of weird stuff. Did y'all see me in the desert? Y'all, we rented like a tent up in the desert. I slept on a rug one night in like a, like a bug in a rug. Okay? Like, well, I didn't really sleep. But it was, we were stargazing under the Milky Way. You know, it was like incredible in Jordan. Okay? Um, and then, you know, we're in Italy around, uh, around a campfire in the dirt for a couple of days. I'm like, this is crazy. Like people not going to believe it. I was getting all these messages like, girl, I didn't know you were normal. I'm like, yeah, like I'm still a normal girl. I could do like the crazy stuff and I could do like the, you know, like the normal girl stuff, whatever. Like I could do both. But I'll tell you, inside of this, I realized that a lot of the stuff I've been doing in the past has been coming from my ego, not my soul. Does this make sense? Don't let me feel alone, y'all. Give me some yeses. Come on. Don't make me feel alone. Okay, okay. Just making sure. What I mean by that is I realize the amount of stuff that I've done because I thought it's what I wanted to experience, but I was actually getting influenced by somebody who also has influence was really eye-opening. So what is your version of a rich life? Your version of a rich life can look totally different than everyone's. It doesn't need to look like Abraham's idea of a rich life or... Um, um, Ada BCs. There we go. I'm gonna try, you know, <laughs> it, it can look totally different. It should look different. And I realized I had so much joy, so much joy when I was just doing like kind of normal stuff. When I'm hiking up the side of literally, did y'all, did y'all, any of y'all watch me climb the side of that actual mountain in Austria? Some of y'all were like, she's never going to get on a call for us again. Cause she's dying. She's going to die. She's dead in Austria. We never going to hear from Bosley ever again, right? Or like crazy rafting in the middle of, oh my God, in the Alps, like all kinds of stuff. But I felt so alive. And it wasn't coming because of, and I, I, it's ironic saying it with God knows how much designer you're staring at when you're looking at me right now. But it didn't come from my shopping sprees, like when I go to Portugal or Italy or whatever. It literally was coming from just inside of me. And so I want you to decide what does that rich life look like for you? For me, it is absolutely multiple homes in all kinds of different countries around the world because I have a passion for people. I love to get around different cultures. I love being American. I think it is a blessing that I was born here, but I do not really relate to being American. I don't know if you've noticed. I don't think I remind you of many Americans except for I'm loud. Americans are loud. I don't know. I don't want to turn the volume down on that one. Okay. But like, I just really believe in this. I'm a citizen of the world. I want to get around people and obsess with big cultures. 
big cultures. Don't take, y'all, those of you that live in Africa right now, don't let me show up in your country and take me to like a KFC. Don't take me to Applebee's. Don't find, I don't want to go to McDonald's and I don't want to stay at a resort. I want to see how you live. I want to see your traditional dances. I want to see all the big culture. I love that. Okay. That fuels my soul, not my ego. All right, so write it down what do you really want to experience in your life. And again, this is going to take time. You can't write it all down right now, but I want you to get clear on that. Okay, number two, I want you to write down what are the most important things you want to happen in your life before you die? Maybe that's contribution. But guys, you're never going to soar to heights in your business if you're not deciding why you need to soar, right? You can't just say, oh, I want to hit top rent. Why do you want to make a million dollars a year? Why do you want to make a million dollars a month? Why do you want to make a million dollars a day? Why does it matter? I told you at the beginning of this training, it mattered to me that I figured all this out because I realized when I was very young that money is power, okay? And it is. Don't get it twisted. And for those of you who are weird about money, I've got a really good podcast about money mindset, but those of you that are weird about money, money does not make you a bad person. It elevates who you are. So if you're on this call and you're a good person, it's gonna make you a more powerful good person. That's all it does. That's all it does. If you're a bad person and you're listening to my coaching, please sign out of the Zoom call because I don't want to give you any more knowledge on how to elevate your evilness, okay? I'm <laughs> just kidding, okay? But like it doesn't change who you are. It just elevates you and makes you more powerful. But what, what are, what's important to you? Maybe you want to build schools and it's really important to you. Maybe you want to give back to your local town that you don't even live in anymore, but that's where you grew up and you just want to be able to give back. Maybe that's really important to you. Maybe you want to have some kind of degrees or something like that. It matters to you. But what do you want to happen in your life before you die? Number three, how would you like to live? This is lifestyle. And there are things. Look, okay, I know I just told you, like, I'm, I'm a normal girl. I lied. Let me backtrack on my training. <laughs> I'm not normal. Not really much about me is normal. I'm so sorry that I lied. All right, just erase that part from your normal. Jesse Lee says she's normal. That was a lie. Just retract it, okay? Just put a black line through that. No. But there are parts of my life that I knew I wanted to live. Like, can I cook? Of course. I, I did it for a long time. Do I want to cook? No. I want to pay somebody to do that. Can I clean? Obviously. It's a waste of my time. Huge waste of my time. You don't make money doing that. I'd rather pay for somebody to. Okay? Like, I like nice stuff. I don't, I will, I, ah, ugh, there's two ways to travel. Private jets are first class. I will not. Put me on a different flight. I can't do it. Because they treat you like you're livestock. You know, you sit in the back of the plane and like they just yell at you. You know, they treat you like you're an animal. I don't know why. It's like they put that curtain up. You know, they put that little curtain up. They close the curtain and they're like peasants in the back. It's terrible. You know, it's terrible. I'm like, oh, I lived a hard life for long enough to know I don't want to live a life like that anymore. I know like in the back of the plane isn't a hard life, but I like the big, I like some, you know, people are like, why do you have such a large, like, why do you live in such a large place? Well, you know, I'm loud. I don't know. I'm kidding. But it's, I tell them, like, it's for my dogs. Could I walk my dog six times a day? Yes. Okay. Do I? No. I, I walk them twice a day. Okay. And that's mostly because I attach personal development to it. Write that down, by the way. You can, you can stack habits. It's called, it's called habit stacking. So if I'm walking the dogs in the morning, I'm also listening to a podcast and taking notes and preparing trainings. Make sense? Okay. End of day, same thing. It's like a wind down. Through the day though, they have hired dog walkers. If I'm in the middle of calls, trainings, business things, investor meetings, whatever, I, I, what? What is making me money and what is not? Okay. Decide what kind of life you want to live. 
And all this might sound crazy to you. You're like, she told me I don't have to clean anymore. My husband is really going to be pissed off about these training calls that I've been getting on. Look, I'm just saying if you knew, here's an exercise. If you knew how much you are worth per hour, would you be doing all the stuff you're doing? The answer is no. Have any, have any of you done that before? Have any of you heard me do the exercise before? Anyone heard my training on that? I'll tell you a story. Okay. So I was moving out of an office building, right? Because I, I have an office. Moving out of this office building and there were like big boxes, you know? And I, I, my friend happened to be with me. We were like at dinner or something. And he's like, oh, just, he's, a, he's like a big mortgage guy here in this area. So, you know, your net worth or your network determines your net worth. You guys know that one. So I'm like, hey, his name's Medi. I'm like, Medi, can you help me with these boxes? I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm little, you know, I'm little. I don't want to carry all these boxes down. You know, I don't know. I don't like doing manual labor. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what are we doing? And I said, I just got bo- like a couple boxes. And I think he thought it was like a box, you know. Ladies are laughing right now because they're like, yeah, that's what you do. You just lie to men a little bit. And then they are like, what the hell? You know, and then they're helping you with all this stuff. And he's like, oh, we love men. Okay, so anyway, I, I, I digress. That's not part of the training. So we get over to the office. He sees boxes on boxes on boxes, right? And he goes, Jesse Lee. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, what are we doing here? I said, we're moving boxes, Maddie. He goes, no, we're not. I said, yes, we are. We had to move these boxes out of here. It's too many boxes. He goes, you're telling me that you, my most successful female friend, you're about to move boxes. I said, yeah, we all move boxes. He goes, do you know how much you get paid per hour? I said, no. He goes, see, that's the problem. Stop right now. Take your calculator out. Y'all can do this right now. I don't know your monthly checks. I don't know all your streams of income. I don't know nothing about anybody's money in here. Okay. But I just took a couple of my, like, couple of my main sources of income. You know, I own 14 businesses, for those of you who don't know. Just one in network marketing, by the way. And uh, I took, put a few, and I did my little, like, you know, divide by how many hours you're working or whatever. And I looked at the number. I went, oh, my. Now, this is not accurate, but let's just say this. Let's say it was $5,000. Okay? I'm like, oh, Betty, look. Look how much money I make per hour. That's so cool. I'm all excited. Like, yay, let's move these boxes. Okay. And he goes, I'm about to call somebody. I said, why? He's like, I'll call anybody. And you will have to pay them, in this example, $4,500 to move these boxes. I said, I'm not paying nobody $4,500 to move these boxes. We can move the boxes. He said, no, you aren't understanding this. You're worth $5,000 an hour. If you pay someone $4,500 an hour and you go to work for one hour, you still make $500. You're being so stupid. I went, oh my God. Oh my God. And he's not wrong. Do you understand? But if you keep spending your time on activities that do not make you income, that do not bring you joy, that are not contributing to your life in any way, How do you plan on soaring in your business? It's impossible. And some, we're all at different stages in business. Obviously I'm not, guys, I'm not in the, I still grind very hard, but it's not like 12 years ago where no one liked me. People thought I was a scam artist. Oh God, here comes a sales girl. Go the other direction. Okay. We're in a different stage now. 
But I went through all of that too. And a lot of you are not spending time on the activities that actually take your business to the next level. And you're spending a lot of time on the stuff you like to do. I know it sounds like kind of mean, but like, you all know I'm right. Okay, you know I'm right. You're like, I love to do TikToks. I bet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much money you make it on TikTok? Now, some of you make a lot of money on TikTok, myself included. I hated that app, actually. I avoided it for a long time. I was like, isn't that where, like, preteens dance or something? And then I made a couple million dollars. I was like, ow! It doesn't require dancing. I see, I see. <laughs> okay? But what are the things you're avoiding? What are the behaviors and the activities that actually scale and grow a business that you're avoiding? They're different for all of you. Some of you just don't make your phone calls. Some of you do no follow-up. Some of you, your prospecting is terribly weak. Some of you are like, no, I'm great at follow-up. Yeah, but like with the same seven people, scale a business never, okay? Some of you are so bad at getting into your community and networking, whether that's online or in person. Some of you need to personally develop more than you need to eat dinner, okay? Like you need to, you need to spend all your time learning your skill set because you're only going to hit a level that your brain can support. Do you understand that? It's like a thermometer. Have you heard this example? Anyone know this example? Okay. You can't, if, you're, if your thermostat in life is set at 75 degrees, I don't know, like, what is that, like 20, 23, 23 Celsius? Like 23, 24? If it gets too hot and you start making too much money, you literally turn it back down. If all of a sudden it's 30 in, in there, you're like, oh, no, no, no. But same thing if it gets too cold. Some of you are so worried about going all in on your business, but if you start dropping down to like 20 degrees... You're going to crank up the, the energy, right? You're going to crank up the actions. You're going to do a lot more content. You're going to prospect a lot more. You're going to get better at sales. People ask me all the time, how'd you get so good at sales? How'd you get so good at closing? How'd you get so good at recruiting? Oh my gosh, I learned. I bought sales books. It's like, it, I, I, I really feel like some people have forgotten there's a website called Google. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know, man. I was curious and I was solution oriented. And I'm like, I am a really, really terrible salesperson. I better learn how to sell. <laughs> so I bought some sales books and I wrote some notes and I tried stuff out and I was shocked when it worked, but it does. All right, so how would you like to live is number three. Number four, how, uh, who do you want to become? Number four is who do you want to become? And you can't answer this right now, but this is gonna take hours probably. Write down everything. And for those of you who are like, I'm terrible at writing. I don't care, I didn't ask, write it down. If you put a pen to paper, you'll be shocked at what comes out. Just write and 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 write. You got to get all the stuff out of your brain. You got to let yourself go to creative places. Write it all down. And then start deciding when you want these things to happen. When do you want to experience, I don't know, a Mediterranean cruise? When do you want to experience your first private jet ride? When do you want to experience opening the school? When do you want to experience hitting top rank? When do you want to experience being on stages and teaching and training and launching whatever? What is a specific date? And then ask yourself, okay, what actions must I take in order for this life to become reality? Does that make sense? Come on. What actions must I take in order for this life to become reality? You guys, my, my lifestyle is because of the actions, just like yours. We, we can't blame anybody anymore. We live in a society where everybody wants to blame everybody. Everyone's blaming this, blaming that. Oh, it's their fault. It's this fault. It's the government's fault. Oh, it's inflation's fault. Oh, it's, uh, you know, so-and-so is president of this and prime minister of that. And can you believe, oh my God, like, can we not be victims? Stop. 
Take responsibility and accountability for your life. I say it when I talk to, uh, sometimes to like our team and stuff like that. I'm like, guys, I don't want credit for your success. You know, when you make a million dollars, I don't want credit for it. Like I just had another, uh, another girl that I've mentored. She made a million dollars again the other day. She had a million. She's like, ah, I'm like, good job, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Let's go. She's a mama too. Like super cool. Right. Came from literally nothing. <clears throat> Raised by a single mom. Really cool story. So she made her first million with me and she, uh, she calls me freaking out, you know, like, I can't believe it. You're coaching and you're training and all your kind of your mentorship, whatever. I'm like, I'm so proud of you, baby. I said, but stop giving me credit for something you did. See, that's not normal. Most people want credit for everything. When y'all win, I want y'all to let me know when you win and you can say, I listened to your stuff. Oh my God. And I did that. But don't call me and say I did it because I didn't. You did it. I've trained for literally millions of people at this point, right? Millions of people. It's a lot of people. Why is everybody not a millionaire? Because you have to take the actions. Don't give me credit for something you did. But also, I don't want credit for your failures, okay? So I don't want credit for your success and I sure as hell don't want credit for your failures. You keep that to yourself too, okay? Because if I'm able to train and coach, I don't even know how many people now to multiple six figures or their first six figures or seven figures or multiple seven figures. There's all these people with all these testimonials, okay? Uh, Then I don't want to hear that what I train doesn't work. You didn't work. And if you want to attain great heights, top rank, free cars, millions of dollars, whatever, I don't know, everybody has different goals. You want to travel the world. You want to, you want to buy your parents a house. You want to pay off everybody's debt. You want to save the world. You want to whatever, I don't know, okay? Whatever it is, then you have to put in the actions. You have to put in the work. I had a friend of mine one time, he speaks a lot too. He said, work works. I said, you're not wrong. <laughs> work works. And it's messy, but the only way that you learn is by doing. And I got to tell you, because I'm your friend, you're going to be so bad at first, and everybody's going to laugh at you, and they're going to say, you're going to have your friends from school or work or family call you and say, why are you doing those live videos? Okay, it's very awkward. It's a little bit embarrassing, you know, like I turn on my phone, like I open my phone, and you're on this like live video. Okay, look. The only reason you know who I am is because in 2015, I started going live every single day for over 700 days straight. That is terrible. I was so bad, but I knew I was bad. You know what I mean? I was trying to find my voice. And the way you find your voice is by using it. I'll say that again because you need to write it down. The way you find your voice is by using it. You sound like your mentors for a long time. How many of you have noticed this before? You're like, oh, that quote is from Jesse Lee, right? Oh, that quote is from, mine was Jim Rohn. Okay, so Jim Rohn was my first mentor. Anyone else like Jim Rohn? Oh my God, oh little, little. Okay, so the funny thing with Jim Rohn, has anyone, everyone has listened to him before? Yes, maybe no. If not, listen to him. He's an absolute legend, okay? If you listen to Jim Rohn, (laughs) you know how his voice does that thing? I wouldn't subscribe to that. That's for the birds. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay. And I was just trying it on because that was 
my mentor and I was constantly listening to Jim. And so when I was training on these lives, not only was I terrible and my brain could not flow and I could not give speeches like this. I could not train like this. I could not tell you, here's what you need to do to create a vision in your life. I was not only regurgitating what a legend was speaking, but I was awesome. Okay, and it's not my voice. But after, I don't know, 40 lives, I started finding my voice. It was still messy. And then after another 100 lives, it wasn't so messy. I realized I needed an outline. I realized how my flow needed to go. I, I realized the way I like to inflect. I realized when I like to slow down and get a little more quiet. I realized I don't ever really go, ah, it's not really my personality. I realized when, you know, maybe I'm a little tired or I need to get a point. I really like, ah, but I found my voice just like you'll find yours. I'll give you a Jim Rohn quote that, I was, that I'm always obsessed with that maybe you'll like. It fits right in here. How many of y'all know the quote that says, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Do y'all know the rest of the quote? Not much! <laughs> That's how he ends it. Not much! Right? Stop. Y'all all know it. Oh my God, you guys know Jim Rohn. Oh God, I could quote Jim Rohn all day. We'll just be on here. The, the whole training could be Jim Rohn quotes, but it won't be, right? You have to make the vision of your life. That's why I said it doesn't matter what I want for you. It doesn't matter what your, what your team wants for you. It doesn't matter what your leaders want for you. It just doesn't, okay? So the brainstorming. Let me help you a little bit through this, right? So I, so I told you, I already gave you, you know, the, the, the four questions or whatever, but let me help you get a little deeper because I really want you all to change your life. I really want all of you to have everything you want, whatever that looks like for you. So maybe, so, and it doesn't have to be money related. Okay. The interesting thing about success and about vision, about all of this is that the, yeah, the money's important, but there's so much more to a full life. There's so much more to a rich life. Like I said, so you have to actually get into this. This is an exercise. This is, you can't get it all done in the next nine minutes or however long I'm on here. Yeah. Like nine minutes. All right. But write these things down and fill them up, fill them out. What life do you want to create for you and your family? What life do you want to create for you and your family? Again, that's not just money. That can be travel. That can be the stuff you do. In your, that, that could be where you live even, right? Where do you live so that you can have different experiences? I like where I live because there's always something going on. I also like where I live because I'm right next to an awesome airport that I can fly anywhere in the world direct. Anywhere. It's useful, okay? Next question when you're doing this and you're brainstorming your vision. <clears throat> what kind of relationship and family relationships do you want? I would say marriage, but maybe marriage isn't for everybody. I don't know. Okay. But what kind of relationship and family relationships do you want? And things change, things shift, but do you want to be the dramatic person who is reactionary or do you want to be somebody who is personally developed enough to realize not everybody gets along forever, but we can still be good humans? Well, see, that comes from personal development. Y'all see how normal people are, don't you? We already talked about average. Do you see how normal people are in their normal, terrible marriages? I'm not subscribing to that, all right? Oh, wow. How many of you have like your best friend, all they do is complain about their marriage. You're like, uh, you can leave. <laughs> like, uh, what are you doing? You know why people stay in those relationships, right? Usually money, all right? Usually there's not enough financial freedom created, so they're stuck. Oh, I see nodding going on. Y'all know I'm right. Okay, thank you. I'm here to tell you the truth. I'm not here to lie to you. Okay, so next, I, this is another question for the uh, vision of your life. What do you want to create financially? And I would do this a couple different ways. Maybe set a life goal, 
okay? And life goals are difficult, okay? So I don't have like a life goal financially, but I do have the date that I want to be a billionaire by, okay? That one's very clear. So maybe there's that. Maybe for you, it's millionaire. It doesn't have to be billionaire. And then, I don't know, what do you want to make annually? Okay, maybe what do you want to make monthly? You're in a business model that involves sales. Do you understand you control your paycheck? Stop giving all the power to your leaders. You control your paycheck. Specifically speaking in network marketing, I have out-earned every single upline I ever had and always will. It's not their responsibility to teach me. It's my responsibility to get on calls like this. It's my responsibility to learn how to be a better businesswoman. I control my paycheck. Me. Me. And even when it was my one source of income, I never relied on our team to pay my bills. I don't know who needs to know that, right? I made sure my sales and my personal recruiting was high enough to pay my bills. And then the check I was able to reinvest in the team and also use for investments. Make sense? Big conversation, but y'all wanted me to talk about soaring in life. We gonna soar then, okay? We're gonna go places. This isn't some generic trading up in here, all right? I want good stuff for you, all right? Next, next question for brainstorming a vision of your life. What would you like to create in order to influence it, influence the finances of other people in a positive way. Now that could be really like the vision of what you're building in your team. That could be the vision of, are you going to open other businesses outside of this as well? That could be what is a very big vision of how you're going to impact people with, with education maybe. What are the different things you can put in place that feed the vision of your life and also feed the vision then of other people's lives? Because this is Zig Ziglar, who is also one of my mentors. Y'all know Zig Ziglar, right? Come on now. Y'all are a very educated team. I love this. Okay. Zig Ziglar's most famous quote. You'll get everything you want out of life if you help enough people get what they want. Or John Maxwell, right? Like law of reciprocity. That's all it is. You give, you get. You give, you get. Too many people want to take, 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 take. Doesn't work. How's that working out for you? Not so well. You've got to give to get. All right, so who can you serve is really the question. The more you serve and you influence people positively in a financial way, you will as well. And then last question of this, and then we'll get to the next one. I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> How do you want to be remembered? What is your legacy? What is your vision? If you want to soar in this business, like I said, you've got to have a totally different vision. It can't be something small. How many of you follow Gary Vaynerchuk? Okay, I don't know if you follow him very closely. I don't follow him too closely, but he's cool. I like him a lot. And I'll never forget the first time I heard him talk about how he is playing for his funeral. Have you heard this before? He is playing for his funeral. Because I will tell you, the day you die and you, your soul leaves this earth, or your body leaves this earth, whatever, okay? Who's coming? How many lives did you impact enough that no matter where in the world they were, no matter what language they spoke, no matter what their finances were like, they figured out a way to get to your funeral because you changed the trajectory of their life. That's legacy. I don't know who said it, but somebody said, there's two days you die, the day you leave the earth, and the last time somebody says your name. That's legacy. 
Who's talking about people still? Who are the great people in your life that have impacted people? Like Gandhi's going to be alive forever. You understand? Mother Teresa, alive forever. Winston Churchill, alive forever. Right? Marcus Aurelius, alive forever. Socrates, alive forever. These people are going to be alive forever because they will live on in people. Their legacy lasts. So do you want a funeral with three people? See, that's sad to me. That means that person only impacted three people enough that they dropped everything. They dropped everything. But what about the people where they pass away and there's, I can see a tollway where I live, like the barricades that shut down the highway, right? And, and you can't get anywhere near the venue. You know, Martin Luther King, right? The whole, like, the whole city shut down. You can't walk. Seas of people come out to honor some, I just gave myself chills, right? To honor somebody's legacy. Why can't it be you? The only reason it wouldn't be is because you're not thinking big enough. You're thinking, let me earn my car. It's average behavior. Stop thinking average. All right, next, we got blast through this so fast. Okay, determine that it's possible. So for every single one of those categories we just went through, every single one of them, hopefully you wrote it down. If not, you know, uh, watch the recording and rewatch it, okay? Determine if it's possible. Just don't ask anyone else. Don't call your, your partner. Babe, is, it, is this possible for me to be a billionaire? Shut up. Yes, this is a conversation with you and God. All right, don't worry so much about these humans, okay? This is a conversation with you and your God. Right? Is it possible? And just be aware in advance that God says yes, because everything is possible through him. Thank you. All right. Like, don't worry about it so much. And just understand, again, it's action. This is not wish on a star. This is not cross your fingers and sit in a hammock and, and play kumbaya. I hope that someday I'm rich and famous. Okay, this not, it doesn't work like that. I hope someday I have a legacy. Hope is not... Not useful, <laughs> okay? It is not a useful word. Uh, hope, pray, like I joke around all the time. I'm like, it's not net pray marketing. It's not net wish marketing. It's not net hope marketing. Y'all are in network marketing, okay? So it is possible and you don't need to know the exact steps. The, the, the how is irrelevant. The how is so irrelevant. It is the destination that matters. The crazy thing, y'all know me and my stories. I swear I'll go fast. All right, I know I'm taking up extra time, but look, y'all, can, can I just finish this training? Is it okay with you? Okay, 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 just make sure. All right, like I will never forget, like now it's 15 years ago on Facebook. Now remember, I was it for my family. We said that, right? I was it for my family. I'm the one, I'm the one. I broke generational curses. <laughs> and I remember on Facebook, I wrote a status. It's like, Jesse Lee, uh, Jesse Lee is going to be, um, the first millionaire. I'm going to be the first millionaire in my family. Y'all, I was so poor. I don't even know. I probably had free Wi-Fi at a Starbucks when I uploaded that on like a flip phone. You know, like what am I doing talking about being a millionaire? I don't know. Maybe I read a book or maybe I walked past a billboard or I don't know where I got that from because I had no business writing on the internet and claiming to everybody I was going to be a millionaire when I was like, please, please God. Okay. Like I got nothing going on in my life. I was like still in college. I think like poorer than poor, you know, like, Oh God, that banana's 50 cents. Now I'm gonna find one down the street. That's only 25. Like that's a lot, you know, we gotta like save some money. Can I negotiate? I don't really know. Okay. Can I like barter with you? Can I, is my smile worth some money? I don't know. Like terrible. And the crazy thing is I write that. And when I think about the company that I made my first million dollars in, 
So like my first million dollar year, I was 26, okay? And I was like, the company I was with didn't even exist when I wrote that on Facebook, however many moons in the past. So it's impossible for me, for me to have known how it was going to happen. Just like I don't know exactly how I become a billionaire. I just know I'm doing all the right stuff. Right? I know I'm doing the right actions. I know I'm making enough influence. I know I'm being loud enough. I know I'm, I know I'm connecting with the right people. I know I'm very well networked. I know that I'm great on stages. I know that I'm incredible with people. I know relationships are my superpower. And I just keep getting better and better and better and better and better at all these skills. So I don't know exactly how. I don't know which investment blows up. I don't know which fund explodes. I don't know which real estate project takes over. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just know what's going to happen. Stop worrying about how you earn your car. Right? Well, um, no, no, no. Stop asking somebody for daily methods of operation or income producing activities. You know what creates income, don't you? Come on. Don't you? Sales. Sales. Okay? Influence. Spend a little time on YouTube University. Turn off Netflix. Okay? Or just watch me. I don't know what to tell you. All right? But is it possible? Yes. You've got to get to work. Stop with the praying and the wishing. I mean, definitely pray, but like, you know, not, not as an action step. All right? Next, number three, quickly commit to the direction of it. So after you de- determine that the life that you desire is in fact possible, commit to your actions in that direct direction. Who do you, okay, write these down. I'll go fast. Who do you have to become to make this happen? Who do you have to become to earn your car? Who do you have to become to be top of the comp plan? Who do you have to become to sell a million dollars? Who do you have to become to make a million dollars? Who do you have to become to make a billion dollars? Who do you have to become to be on the stages? Who do you have to become? Because it's probably not the same person you are today. So when you determine who that person is, start looking at your behaviors. Well, if, if, you know, do people that speak on big stages around the world, do they walk like this? Do they talk like this? Are they mean to people? Probably not, right? Like all these things, are you in congruence and alignment with the person that you know you need to be to have the things you say you want, right? Next thing, what do you have to learn? So you're committed to the direction. Who do you have to become? What do you need to learn? I already told you, probably some sales, probably some social media, maybe some speaking things, right? Maybe you need to become better at convincing people of stuff. Maybe you need to become a better negotiator. Maybe you need to stop being such a pushover. Maybe you need to work on your mindset. Maybe you need to work on your money mindset. Maybe you need to work on the people that you allow around you. What do you need to learn? And the interesting thing is this helps a lot with coaches and mentors because we all have blind spots. Find a coach or a mentor who has gone where you want to go because as soon as you tell them your problems and their problems that seem impossible for you to solve, they are impossible for you to solve. They're not impossible for somebody who has walked through that minefield to solve. You understand? Like you could tell me your problem and it seems impossible, but I already fixed that problem nine years ago. I go, oh, I don't even need to hear anymore. Here you go. Tweak this little thing right here. Come back in a week. I promise you it's fixed. So what do you have to learn? And then since you're committed to the direction, what actions must you take today? What actions must you take today? All right. And just understand this is the last thing. Understand this about momentum. Every day we have a baseline level of effectiveness. That's that thermometer I was talking about. And I want you to create unstoppable momentum because generally speaking, we are who we are. We are who we are. And the quality of your performance in every aspect of your life is based upon the belief of who you are. So if you're lacking momentum, you're probably lacking in performance. No matter what your capabilities actually are, you are falling back to that baseline of effectiveness. Make sense? Like you've got to stay in momentum. I need you to stop quitting on your dreams. The reason I am where I am in my businesses is because I never quit. 
And there were a lot of bad days. And there have been plenty of mistakes. And there have been plenty, oh, countless, countless things that I have screwed up on. Nothing is going to kill you. A lot of you quit out of embarrassment, which is the stupidest reason to quit a business. Oh, they told me no, and they told me I this, and uh, oh, whatever. Do you like you? Then stop worrying so much about the people that don't like you. It's not your business. There's, I'm very divisive. The second you meet me, you either like me or you hate me. I've never really met anybody that it's anything else. Instantly, you're like, oh, God, like, where, what? Where? Jesse Lee, oh, my God. Or you're like, oh, geez. No, too much, too much, too much. Those people already signed off, so it's okay. Right? Just kidding. All y'all stayed the whole time. You're amazing. Actually, you kept getting more and more people. Amazing. Incredible. But I'm not worried about other people. It's not my business. And nobody's going to stop me from achieving my goals simply because they don't like me. See, I love me. I'm, I'm worried about my goals. I'm worried about my future. I'm worried about my legacy. I'm worried about what's going on in here. I'm not worried about if you don't like anything about me. And if you stop being so concerned about that, or, well, I'm just embarrassed. that was, You know what? You're probably doing embarrassing things anyway. We all are. Sales is kind of embarrassing sometimes. You, know, you got to put yourself out there. Recruiting is definitely embarrassing sometimes. You got to like message people and you got to like do, you know, let them know that you're in bit. Oh God, it can be totally embarrassing. Getting on stage is a lot. Oh, it's a little embarrassing sometimes. You know, like last night. Oh geez, this speech. I was supposed to go on at 630. True story. 630. That's like a, that's already late for me. Okay. This is like my, my peak time is not 630 PM, but I'm like, you know what? I'm closing the event. I'm the big closer. I'm the big, you know, that paid me a whole lot of money, you know, whatever. I'm like, all right, I got to bring it. I can do it. Well, 7.30 rolls around. I'm like, oh, hell. We are really getting into Jesse Lee sleepy time. Uh-oh. <laughs> like nighttime routine kind of starts, right? 8.30 comes around. I'm like, Courtney, my best friend's with me. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at her. I'm like, Courtney, I haven't even put my lashes on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm already so tired. I'm like, am I going to be able to open my eyes if I put lashes on? She's like, Jesse Lee, how much? I said, I don't know. 9.30 rolls around. I'm like, should I have drank caffeine at 6.30? Because like, <laughs> I don't know what this is going to be like, guys. I don't know. 10.30 rolls around. The event is four hours behind. Yeah. Yeah, guys. Four hours. Four hours. Four hours behind. Four hours behind to go on stage. The event was not done until midnight. And I was thinking to myself, thank God I have momentum and I don't quit. Thank God I have a standard of my life. And thank God that I've been doing this for so long. I can pull on I don't know. It's got to be God or something because I don't know a word that came out of my mouth. I was speaking in TikTok at one point. <laughs> oh, gosh. But it was still impactful and it was still powerful. Right? Sometimes things aren't convenient and sometimes things do not look the way you want them to look. And sometimes you're working out of inconvenience. And like I said, I was a little embarrassed because it, I, I, okay, Courtney says it was like my best speech ever, but I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like a little embarrassed because it wasn't like my peak time. But that's how this goes. It's not all in our control. But the momentum in your business is key to get to the top. People are trying to demonize hard work and it drives me crazy. Oh, well, the success love speed thing is, is toxic. No, it's not. Your laziness is toxic. Okay, that's what's toxic. You're stuck in the life you don't like because your laziness is toxic. Success does love speed. It just does. It always will. Momentum is created by doing actions over and over and over and over again. Not, not by doing actions and going, ah, it's inconvenient today. Ah, I don't like it. I told you 700 days in a row I went live. And I've probably only missed total since 2015, maybe like 30 days. I haven't made it live on the internet since 2015. I got momentum. 
You know, I don't have to think about it anymore. When I get into a sales pitch, done. Somebody asks what the product is, boom. I don't, I don't think about it. What's your elevator pitch? Which, which company? What do you want to know about? Boom, right off. Okay? I don't care. I have momentum in all of my life, all of my businesses, everything. It's just like the gym. The gym is really difficult, right? For like the first, what, 15, 20 days, you're like, everything hurts, I'm dying. Okay? And then you get momentum. But you lose momentum as soon as you quit. So quit quitting. Stop quitting. All right? And if you stop quitting then I promise you, you will get to the top. Because you can never, you, you can't stop a man or a woman who won't quit. So I love you guys and I appreciate you. Thank you so much for rescheduling this for me. I really, really appreciate it. 